Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, cat lovers. This is Michelle Fern, your host on Catitude. Well, you know, it's kitten season. It's summer. Best of all, it is the best time to adopt a senior cat, and I'm going to tell you all about it. I have two special guests today, and we're going to just tell you so much about adopting a senior cat. You're going to want to head out to your local shelter and find one that suits you the best. We're going to be right back. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here, your host on Best Buds for Pets and Catitude. Ben and Jerry's has frozen treats for dogs. I know Nikki is going to love this. He loves a frozen treat. They have two different flavors. One is Punch's Mix, which is peanut butter and pretzel. And the other one is Rosie's Batch, which is pumpkin and mini cookies. You know, I kind of like both of those flavors too, but my absolute favorite is fish food. Anything Ben and Jerry's is always fabulous because the quality is so good and their mixes are so delicious. Be sure to check out more about these frozen dog desserts as well as pictures of all the caniners at the Ben and Jerry's Vermont office at benjerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I have two special guests today. I'd like to introduce Pam Johnson Bennett. She is a certified cat behaviorist and author of eight cat books. And Rebecca Frommer, she is the Director of Strategic Cause Partnerships for the ASPCA. Welcome, ladies. Hi, thank you for having us. Hi, great to be here. I'm so excited to have you. It's always wonderful to talk about cats. And Pam, we're going to talk with you, Pam, about senior cats first. And then Rebecca will talk to you a little bit later to find out about this great contest that's going on with um, Arm & Hammer's Feline Generous Platform and the ASPCA. So, Pam, you are just so knowledgeable about cats. You pretty much kind of created, in my opinion, the cat behaviorist industry, how it is and how it's, I think, grown today way back. And you've written eight books. You know so much about cats. Just give me a little bit of background for maybe a couple of people out there that maybe haven't heard of you before. Well, when I started out over 40 years ago, which, you know, do the math, I'm old, there was no information for the average cat owner. There were some cat books out there, but it really was a dog's world and certainly not on behavior. You know, there were some cat care books written by veterinarians, but it was still, you know, obedience and training and, you know, punishment kind of thing and what cats were doing wrong. And I adopted two kittens and didn't do a good job with them. And my veterinarian suggested at the time that I put those cats down because there were so many cats in the world, just go get, you know, other cats who are more well-behaved. Well, that just completely shocked me. And I went home and thought, 
okay, I've done this, I'm going to fix it. And that's when I found that there wasn't a lot of information out there. And I really started by learning from the best teachers in the world. And those are the cats. And the following year, when I brought my cats back for their annual exam, that veterinarian asked me if I would start working with some of his clients because I had done such a good job. And then word got around and other veterinarians were calling me and friends were calling me and it became a situation where, okay, maybe maybe that's the career I'm supposed to follow. And I haven't regretted it, looked back since because it's been an amazing journey. And what I find amazing is even after 40 years, cats still don't tell us everything we need to know. There's still so much more to learn. Yeah, but I have goosebumps because in listening to you speak, think about how many cats' lives you've saved. And I try to think of it one cat at a time. I just focus on, okay, that's one cat and one person. But I feel that if I change that person's knowledge and approach to cats and cat behavior, then any cat they get after that, their lives will be changed. And so that's how I focus. It's like, I'm, I want to work with this one person. If I only reach one person, that will affect all the cats that they get after that. And it's wonderful when I get emails or phone calls from people who I know that were, they were at the point of wanting to put their cat down or give up or relinquish the cat to a shelter or worse, you know, just kind of throw them outside. And they have the relationship back that they wanted. That's everything to me. And that's huge because I came from, you know, when I was a kid, we had dogs, we didn't have cats, and I didn't understand cats, and it was just a whole new world for me. And since hosting Catitude, even before since hosting Catitude, my first cat adopted me, and I've just learned so much. And you were so right. Cats, you have to understand them. They don't just come and claw and claw and claw. There's a reason for that. There's always reasons for their behaviors. Right. And, and that's an important point, because for so long, people look at things they don't like, like, you know, scratching the furniture or cat biting or peeing outside the litter box as a bad behavior that has to be corrected. And yes, it's something we don't like, but it's not a bad behavior. The cat is doing a normal behavior under whatever circumstances he's in. Our job is to figure out why is the cat doing that? What haven't we done? It's that think like a cat. That's why I started the think like a cat kind of mentality is look at situations from the cat's point of view. Why is the cat eliminating outside of the litter box? Well, gee, maybe the cat has a medical issue. Maybe the litter box isn't clean enough. Maybe it's in the wrong location. And when you look at it that way, you realize, oh my gosh, you know, I need to correct this. The poor cat isn't getting what he needs rather than punishing him. So I encourage everyone, take a look, go to Pam Johnson Bennett's website. There is a wealth of information. You can find her books there. There's, again, so much information. But today, Pam, especially, let's talk about senior cats. You know, so many times we, when someone gets to the point, they're ready to adopt a cat, they think, oh, I want a kitten, I have to get a kitten, a kitten, kitten. But there's so many great senior cats in shelters. And when we say senior, doesn't mean that they're, you know, senior cats are generally what, age 11 to like 15? Well, there were guidelines that were just released and they adjusted them from the American Animal Hospital Association and the American Association of Feline Practitioners. And they've kind of, they've labeled mature cats from seven to 10 years and senior from 10 and older. 
but that, you know, cats can live so long now. You know, when you look at the lifespan of cats based on the advancements in nutrition and veterinary care and owner education, you could get a senior cat who's 12 years old, 13 years old, and still have so many more years. So I think we have that image of senior, meaning decrepit, you know, just about ready to you know, go and all these medical issues. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean that senior can mean, you know, a cat who is, doesn't have to be trained, who's already trained. You already know the history for the most part from those shelter cats. You know, if it's a cat who's been in a home for a long time and maybe due to unforeseen circumstances, the cat had to be relinquished to the shelter because, you know, a family member died or they moved or something happened but the shelter has more information about that cat. So if you're looking for a cat who is a lap cat or a cat who's very active, then a senior cat may be the perfect match for you. That was kind of my next question, but maybe to expand on it, what would be some more of the advantages of adopting a senior cat, say over a kitten? Well, with kittens, you have training to do. Kittens are cute and adorable, but they are going in 50 directions all at once, and you have to do some training. And not everyone wants to do that training. Not everybody wants a, an energizer bunny, you know, running around their house. You know, the older cat is very often more laid back. The behavior is already kind of cemented. So, you know, the training uh, that has been done. And like I said, you know, the personality, maybe you want a cat, you're looking for a cat who will be your best buddy, sit with you when you watch TV, sit on your lap when you're on the computer. Well, with a kitten, you may not get that, you know, but with an older cat, you can go in looking for specifically something like that. Older cats just, oh my gosh, I've seen amazing love that comes out of them because they have that second chance. And some of the strongest bonds I've seen with some of my clients and their cats are with cats they adopted who were seniors. Here's something else that I think people think about, you know, and I don't know the saying for cats, but you know, the saying, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, which I don't believe in that anyways. I don't know if that's true for cats, but when you're adopting a senior cat, you have to bring them into your home, into your lifestyle. What would you say to someone who's considering this and what can they expect? Well, I think, and this actually will apply to any cat adoption, but you want to look at your lifestyle, your family, your environment to make sure that cat will be a good fit for you. You know, if you have, if you adopt a senior cat who came from an environment where it was just one owner, very quiet, and your house is very chaotic, lots of comings and goings, you know, you have several kids, or maybe your schedule is crazy maybe that senior cat is not a good match for you. Or if that cat has never been around a dog before and you have dogs who are maybe not cat friendly or cat savvy, maybe that's not a good match. So you want to look at your environment. Do you have the time? Do you have you know, the right environment for this cat. And sometimes the senior is the perfect match, but you don't want to add more stress to a senior cat because stress is an enemy of cats in general. So you want to make sure that when you adopt this senior cat, you are bringing him into an environment where he can really blossom and feel comfortable. And if you adopt a senior cat who maybe does have some physical limitations, maybe this is a, a really, you know, a senior cat who's got maybe the start of arthritis or mobility issues, you want to make sure that you've 
made allowances for that. He may still want to be able to be on the windowsill or, you know, and watch the birds or be on an elevated surface, but you may have to have cat stairs or a ramp or do things that just modify your environment a little bit to make it more comfortable. But, you know, it's just a matter. And I, like I said, it's, it's something you do when you're thinking of adopting any animal. Is this going to be beneficial for this animal in my home? What are some of the basics you can do? And, the, and very basic, because I know it would vary, you know, per, per person, per cat, that you could do when you're physically, when you're bringing your cat home. Even though you know you're bringing this cat to the best, most loving environment, it's very overwhelming. The cat has come from whatever initial environment he was in, then in a shelter environment, and he's gotten used to that. And then now you're bringing him to another environment. You don't want to overwhelm him. Cats don't handle change very well. So you you want to let him get his bearings. My recommendation is set up a sanctuary room where he's got his litter, his water bowl, uh, hiding places, comfy napping areas, and let him kind of get the lay of the land. And then you start to introduce yourself and family members to him. And then when he looks like he's comfortable and interested in exploring more, you let him out and start to explore a little bit more of the house. And then if you do have a cat at home already or a dog, you do a very careful introduction so that everybody stays safe. But I don't recommend just bringing the cat home, letting him out and go, okay, here you go. You've got 3000 square feet, enjoy it. Because the first thing he may want to do is just hide in the closet or under the bed. So go slowly. It's worth that initial time to ease him through to help him feel more comfortable. That's just some great information for anyone out there considering adopting a cat from a shelter and hopefully a senior cat from a shelter. We're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and we're going to hear about the new contest called Senior Tales that is being put on by Feline Generous. So we'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about adopting a senior cat. And we're going to talk to Rebecca Frommer. She's the Director of Strategic Cause Partnerships with the ASPCA. And we're going to talk about Feline Generous. That's Arm and Hammer's online platform. They have these wonderful resources for how, you know, for a lot of where a lot of shelters are um, on this platform to help people adopt rescue cats. So, Rebecca, welcome. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. So I gave a little very, <laughs> very streamlined uh, definition of feline generous. Tell us more about that and how the ASPCA partners with feline generous from Arm & Hammer. Sure. So Arm & Hammer, as we all know, is, you know, they're in the cat litter game. They really tried to invest in the cat community, you know, pet parents, the shelters, the shelter workers that specialized with in cats. And they decided to start this platform called Feline Generous, where shelters can come, sign up, you know, get first information on new products, get first information on new resources. And as part of that initiative, they reached out to us at the ASPCA and they said, we really want to do something that focuses on senior cats. June happens to be Adopt a Shelter Cat Month at the ASPCA and around the country. So Together, the ASPCA and Arm & Hammer Feline Generous developed this contest called Senior Tales, where we want everyone to come to ASPCA.org slash Senior Tales and just tell us how senior cats have affected their lives. In addition, they can nominate a shelter that means something to them, whether it's where they adopted their senior cat or whether it's a local shelter that they see just doing amazing work with senior cats, whether that's highlighting them, setting up unique environments for them. So Throughout the rest of the month, you can visit ASPCA.org backslash senior tales and just tell us what senior cats mean to you. There is a prize for three shelters. Each shelter can win $2,500 and then one individual can win a year's supply of cat litter. So pretty great prizes and a pretty great way to highlight this unique population of cats. Speaking of population, do you happen to know, on general, what percentage of the cats in shelters are senior cats? Hmm, I'm not sure. What we do know is that we've been doing a lot of research over the past year on cats and dogs during the pandemic. What we know is that 23 million American households have adopted during this pandemic. And there's been a very high rate of everyone keeping those pets in homes, 85% of which were cats. So I don't have the exact stat on shelters currently, just because all of these pandemic adoptions have been kind of a silver lining in top of mind. But there are plenty of senior cats out there. Yes, definitely. There are plenty of senior cats in shelters looking for great homes. Um, that's part of the motivation of this campaign. We want to share the stories that we receive about how senior cats have changed people's lives. And then, of course, share those to show everyone, um, look what a senior cat can do for you. Um, and, in, and also in highlighting these shelters that are doing amazing work with senior cats, we're hoping to drive more traffic to those shelters and increase adoptions. Well, I think it's a great way to promote awareness and a great way for, you know, shelters out there to win some money, which is always useful for shelters. And hey, what lucky cat parent out there cannot use, you know, a year's supply of cat litter, right? I know. What a great prize. And um, Arm & Hammer, you know, obviously it's on them. They're going to handle all of that. And we're just delighted that they chose to work with us and to reach out to all of the amazing pet parents that support the ASPCA. Okay, Rebecca, that was great information about the contest and wonderful. And what about spreading the word? What would you say to all the people out there? They're like, well, um, I have so many cats, but my friend was thinking about, you know, a senior cat. What advice would you give to them? Great question. This campaign is the perfect opportunity to just raise awareness about how wonderful senior cats are. So if you already have a cat or you're, you're not interested necessarily in entering for yourself, 
please share the information about this contest. You can use the hashtag Senior Tales, or you can post a link to the contest, ASPCA.org backslash Senior Tales, and just, you know, shout it from the rooftops how wonderful senior cats are, and that people should go to this landing page to either enter, nominate a local shelter, or learn more about the Feline Generous Platform and Senior Cats. Pam and Rebecca, thank you so much for this great information on the Senior Tales contest and just and the information about, you know, how to adopt a senior cat and some of the, you know, benefits. It's been so informative. I know everyone out there listening has learned a great deal. So thank you so much for coming on Catitude. Thank you so much. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed this edition of Catitude, all about adopting a senior cat. I always love talking to Pam Johnson-Bennett, and it was a pleasure to have Rebecca Frommer on the show, too, from the ASPCA, both such knowledgeable women. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's kind of special to me, the idea of adopting a senior cat, because they're often overlooked. And, you know, maybe you're not able to or have enough cats. Maybe you have a friend that would like to adopt a senior cat. So please spread the word. So I'd like to give just a huge thank you to all the senior cats out there. And my senior cats, my senior is Dennis. Dennis is the most senior. He's 11. And uh, the rest is, you know, Molly. She's Molly and Charlotte and Sammy and Jethro. They're uh, they're getting there. They're They're all close to six seven years old and uh thanks to nikki he's the guard dog yeah right (laughs) he's the yappy one thanks to everyone that listens to catitude any show suggestions i welcome them please send them to michelle at petliferadio.com and uh thanks to my producer mark winter for making me and my guests sound amazing and again i can't thank my listeners enough so thank you so much for listening to catitude and making it one of the most popular cat podcasts out there so remember lose the attitude of catitude let's talk pets Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.